So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Question. Hello, everybody. This week's up, folks? It's for real. It's with for real. T-Leak like, and Jag. Like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. order. I love no script. Stupid Questions <laughs> show. Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is a question for today. No. Like All right. Stupid. So, the question. No stupid questions. Jack. No stupid questions. Welcome to this episode. Of My first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another session of the No Stupid Questions show. The show where you have two smart people. And one stupid question. This or is so your we ho- or so we thought. <laughs> this is your host Jag, and you just heard T Leak. Yes, sir. T-Leak? I am here. I'm here. I was like, oh, it's a session now. This is. I feel like we're yeah. about to be a uh, be a uh, shrinked. Well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> never All know right. Happen on the no stupid question. You, you're right. You're right. So, what's on your mind today, T Leak? You got a stupid question for me? Oh, yes, yes. We got to look at the, the current news. And um, Juneteenth was made a federal holiday. What? what? And Biden signed it into wait, law. What, what, yes, what federation? Today, the 17th. Oh, in the United States. <laughs> and, yes, the United States. And uh, I, my, my <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's a different show. Okay. <laughs> so, is making Juneteenth a holiday enough? Is making Juneteenth a holiday enough? Oh, that begs some other questions, but I'm gonna go ahead and mm. give you an answer. And I'm going to say, no, making Juneteenth a holiday is nowhere near. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I will have to tell you my brother that I agree with you. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's why this is a session because that session is over and we can move on to the next one. Maybe this would be a rapid fire, no stupid questions. So uh, right. Do you have another question for me or you <laughs> want to talk about that well, one? Well, yeah, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about why it's not enough because I, I guess what, what made me ask the question was many things, I have to be honest. But there is um, some controversy here in Georgia. Georgia. Yes. We have a city called Stone Mountain and a park called Stone Mountain. And the park is largely built around a memorial, basically a memorial to Confederate generals. Confederate generals. You mean like Jackson and... Robert E. Lee and oh, see now I didn't I didn't I didn't want you to to test my to test my my generals yeah, <laughs> but yes there's a huge granite confederate memorial carving that is basically like Mount Rushmore the Mount Rushmore confederate Mount Rushmore of confederate generals okay and so there is an organization called the Stone Mountain Action Coalition who has has protested and there were actually a lot of things that went on after last August with some violence actually with some far right and far left um, groups protesting and some violence 
after you know Floyd and all that stuff and so they wanted a table at the first ever Juneteenth event in Stone Mountain but they were denied a table by the council and so the reasoning that was given for not allowing them and it was interesting because the mayor pro tem who is a Juneteenth committee member, but also a um, council member, of course, says the fact that we're having these arguments about Stone Mountain Action Coalition and not speaking to Juneteenth is exactly what we were trying to avoid. Mm. As they if want, they want to keep the was, focus. They want to keep the focus on just the Juneteenth celebration. Yes. Is that what I'm reading? Okay. Yes. That As is. if to me that says this is enough and mm. and whether you're saying this is enough for now or for later i i still do, i can't we got to be able to multitask this is a big problem so if we can't even allow and, and you know those who were for the group to be there i mean i think if if there was an issue with protests happening at the i mean but again this is part of our first amendment right all these other folks that we let basically I mean, <laughs> in all, it, I feel like the insurrection is now being called a tourist, you know. So I'm like, if we can't manage this um, in a way that allows, you know, an activist group that has justified issues, and I mean, literally, the the, the irony of celebrating Juneteenth in the shadow of this huge memorial, I, you, you, it's, it's almost like you're saying you, you didn't want it to take away from Juneteenth, but you, you look at that thing and it takes away from Juneteenth. Okay. Now, first of all, I got I to gotta correct the record because we were talking about these great Confederate generals and I could only name two and I forgot the, you know, maybe the most famous one, General Jefferson Davis. Um, I probably tried to forget them. Yeah, you know, sometimes you, you know, what is Davis, it? Davis, Lee, and Jackson. I don't want to remember their names, but keep going. Okay, so you forgot one. So I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna actually let you slide on that. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I know you a Southern boy, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I gotta know Jefferson Davis. That's anyway. You only need to know it to not name your children that. That is the only thing that Black folks need to know that for. Okay. I was about to go there, but anyway. Okay, don't. <laughs> or do. Here, here, hey, here, we got here, all night. We got all night. Here's my issue, though. So I said it was nowhere near enough. But I, I, I do want to take a moment to say, you do have to celebrate victories every now and then. It's, it's important to pause and celebrate and gain your strength so that you can fight the next day. It can't be fight, fight, fight all the time because you'll, you'll, you'll just wear yourself out. So insofar as the, you know, Biden signing this into law allows people to celebrate a victory, a racial consciousness, harmony, victory of some sort, I'm all for that. I, I think, you know, let's, let's celebrate it. Let's give people a day off. Is it enough? Is it a start? I, I guess the flip side of what I just said was that it seems like a little bit of placating to me. I don't know. I, 
I guess I'm a cynic. So I'm thinking someone's thinking, oh, let's just give them this little holiday and hopefully all this Black Lives Matter stuff will go away for a while. So glad you said that. And we, are you glad I said that? Mm, I don't feel alone. <laughs> In the back of my head, you know, I think it was Herbert Hoover who probably could be on some white supremacist wall of fame carved in the side of a mountain somewhere. I don't know. I need to look that up. Let's, but not, let's not call that into, into existence. Don't, don't make that happen. It's, I'm, I hate to tell you, it's probably already out there. Oh, but geez. anyway, I think he had a profile of Black America. And, he's, and his, his point was that you just distract them for a second and they will forget about whatever atrocities you mm. put upon them in the past. So for some reason, and I don't think there was anything nefarious in, in President Biden signing this in the law, but in some ways, I think someone is thinking, let's give them this bone and maybe that'll make our road easier. So you're glad I'm said it, I said it. So won't you express what you were thinking along those lines? <laughs> well, let me let me take it one step further because to your point, I don't I don't think Biden had any nefarious, like, you know, really trying to be like, mm, let's, you know, I'm gonna distract them over here while I do this over here. But I do think that generally white people don't know what they don't know. <laughs> And racism is so insidious that I think that there are white people. I don't, I'm not going to say Biden. I'm not going to say any specific person, but there are white people who think y'all got that. Can you calm down? You know, in that just, just it being in the back of their head, right? That to be honest, we don't deserve it. Black people don't just, so I, I, I think that racism is so insidious. What I find is that when I listen to conservatives, white nationalists even, the mindset is such that it feels to them like this is more than enough. You got a national holiday to celebrate this. You know, and I'm saying it in the in the way that I, I think is happening in their mind. You know, on top of that, to your point, I want to make sure that we realize that there are some real, real, you know, <laughs> threats to, I mean, we became free, but then we had a long way to go. Well, not, oh, well, men and women different, but voting and civil rights and all of those things you know, we got those over time. And those were, if you look at it sort of relatively, those should have been bigger than in terms of us getting, you know, a stake in this country and all of the things that we say we want. But we're still where we are today, where we're pushing people to, to honor, you know, this concept of anti-racism. And we're dealing with, you know, assaults on voting rights an inability to pass a voting rights bill because there's just you know so so there are so many things and and i i understand you're you know we should celebrate the small things but i gotta say at, in my heart i'm like yeah, it's great to have another national holiday 
Another. But who asked for that? Another. And. Oh, okay. Well, so, so, and by the way, this is the first national holiday since Martin Luther King Day. Oh, oh so that and, was our other one. That's the other one you were referring and, to. Was, and, okay. well, it, actually, it wasn't what I intentionally, but I, 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 I added that to give me, to give me a reason for saying that. But I, and, and I, and I actually looking at Martin Luther King Day, most people look at that as a day off. We don't remember what he, I mean, yeah, you know, in passing, what he stood for. We don't push his agenda, which is still a valid agenda to push. And so I, I, I actually think that it is so much less than enough because what happens is, interestingly enough, it is almost, it's almost like Juneteenth making it a federal holiday gives it to everybody as a day off. And, and when it was ours, it was kind of like, we really were kind of invested in celebrating it. And now it's kind of on par with July 4th. And I'm like, ah. So it's, I, always, I just, it's a lot of things, a lot of things I'm thinking about this. I, I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I feel like I'm supposed to be more excited than I am. And, and that's why I was glad you said what you said, because I'm like, damn, I just, I don't feel that like, yes, am I supposed to? Well, you know, I already had a, I don't know, something about Juneteenth just don't sit right with me. So I already had a strange relationship with, with, with this celebration. Um, Do you, and you know what, and, and I hate to say this, but should we do a little, did you know, in terms of the history of Juneteenth? Just so everybody is on the same page. Okay, so so we're gonna do it in did you know format? Um, uh, you didn't take me up on that one. Well, that, <laughs> I was gonna let you, you, like you said, you're a Southern boy, I was gonna let you do it. But- No, um, but I'm not, I, I'm not, I wasn't I, born a Texan even though I live in Texas now, but let, let's- I know, let's, but you was, let's, born in, you was born in Louisiana. I, that's still, I think that's still somebody who knows, um, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I know it's the Southern struggle, but <laughs> if there was racism, I ain't never seen it. Uh, anyway, oh, it, not the ifing. <laughs> Um, Juneteenth. Okay, is so it's celebrated annually on the nineteenth of June. It's been celebrated for a long time, not as a federal holiday, but it is to mark the date that some of the last enslaved people in the Confederacy became free. Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation in eighteen sixty-two to free the enslaved people in Confederate states. Now, I hope you caught that because he only freed. The enslaved people in confederate states so if you were a slave in a state that was not a part of the confederacy it was just tough luck on you for a couple of more years but two and a half years after 1862 they were black people still in bondage in texas because the story All right, oh just quick, quick emancipation proclamation was issued on january 1st 1863 so you barely made it to 1863 by the way all right i got you two and a half years later Many black people were still slaves in Texas because the Union Army couldn't get all the way to Texas and let all the plantation owners know that they needed to let their slaves free. So that happened around the June, in the Juneteenth is the way I always was told when I was growing up, but we celebrated on June 19th. So that's the history. So, so and it, and it is considered an African-American holiday the first people to celebrate it were the people who got got the information and 
were, you know, excited about it. And it was called Jubilee Day. Jubilee Day. Yes. And it featured, of course, music, barbecue, prayer services, all kinds of activities that Black folks would, would celebrate. And of course, as people left Texas and migrated to other parts of the country, it spread. And there are there are pockets of places that have it as a paid holiday. I understand DeKalb County in Atlanta has it as a holiday. Texas be, um, made it an official holiday. It was the first state in 1979. Mm-hmm. And so there, you know, this, this was definitely kind of, you know, I mean, I think it's a tipping point. And I think it's, but anyway, just to, to kind of add to Right. So just just to round out the history, it was Major General Gordon Granger who had fought in the Union Army that came to Galveston, Texas in 1865, June 19th, to let the people know that the slaves should be free. You know, we think there was about a quarter of a million slaves still held in bondage at that time. And of course, everyone didn't get let off their plantation in 1865, June 10th, because it still took some time for the word to be disseminated. We didn't have um, Instagram and YouTube jumping off back then. So it still took some time for for the word to get down. But that's what the Juneteenth celebration is about. Right. So having said all of that, you said you've had your issues with Juneteenth. So can you talk to talk to us about that? Well, first of all, I, you know, to me, it's just another, it's an example of another inequity, another wrong being visited on black people. I mean, how could you not, how, how could you say you're freeing slaves only in Confederate states and then not put the resources towards that to, to actually make sure that they were free? I mean, that just, you know, just, just another example of me of how eh, someone said they were doing right, but they weren't really doing right. So, you know, do I really want to celebrate that? Um, the second thing is, you know, it was really an act of war. It was a, an attack by the North on the South, by President Lincoln on the South. It was not because he just thought freeing the slaves was, a, was the thing to do because he didn't free the slaves in the non-Confederate states at that time. He didn't do that until the signing of the 13th Amendment. So that kind of doesn't sit right with me either. But maybe I'm being too hard. Maybe I want change to be fast and fair. But that's why I've had a, a, a kind of unsettled feeling about Juneteenth in my mind. So you mentioned something just again for historical context, right? 13th Amendment was passed by Congress in 1865. Mm-hmm. So that was national policy, right? Emancipation, Correct. no slaves. Correct. So it actually just little side tidbit it was passed by the senate on in april 1864 Mm -hmm. and by the house on january 31st 1865 okay okay so so when you talk about you know basically it was the you know the joint resolution of the two bodies was submitted the amendment to the states for approval was signed by president abraham lincoln and it was ratified by december 1865 it's interesting that you, you you're talking about like well because because <laughs> this this actually goes to this whole point of is it enough right because the as they say a lot of people say and you're a lawyer so I, I think this is right <laughs> the engine of 
justice and law, at least, moves very slowly. Is that the same? There's something along the lines of the inch. <laughs> the, anyway, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Process is slow. <laughs> and, and so, you know, the fact that, as you're saying, it, it wasn't, it wasn't enough to say enslaved, enslaved peoples in Confederate states only. I mean, this started so far back. It was kind of like, you know, and and playing the political games and everything. I I just that's that's not my biggest issue. I mean, my biggest thing is it goes back to this question of being pacified by these things. I mean, we, we, so, you know, interestingly enough, I would assume on Ju Juneteenth, on Juneteenth, you know, yes, you got your freedom, but so much had been taken from you. You know, we talk about reparations now. And that was, that was the time. That was like, you know, so it, it, you know, and a lot of people talk about how, I mean, there's there's some debate that I've heard about how civil war is about much more than just slavery. It was kind of economics and blah, 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 blah. But the, but the bottom line is <laughs> there was so much owed to us. I, I, you know, there's probably multiple bottom lines. I was trying to get, I kept going to bottom, 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 like underneath it. It's, it, it's, it's just, the, the first Juneteenth was almost like, is this enough? And so to kind of keep harping on it, to your point, is, because we're not even talking about enslaved peoples everywhere, we're talking about this is when the Texas people got hold of it. If you, I, I guarantee you that there were people in other rural areas of other Confederate states that also didn't didn't feel the 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 burn of freedom. <laughs> so I yeah I I guess like you I mean I think I have different reasons for it but like you I struggle with just Juneteenth came out from Texas but it is it's just very specialized and it it really doesn't speak to the the ongoing challenge that was made and the lack of reparations and kind of this this celebration of just when we found out like you said two and a half years later and it just it feels hollow it feels like hollow and again i don't want to take away from you know opportunities to celebrate but i really feel like maybe there's an opportunity to to go one step further um, than just celebrating that. And that's why I actually, coming back to the Stone Mountain thing, I'm sort of just really, I, I feel insulted by this person who says, yeah, you, you're, 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 you're obscuring our celebration of Juneteenth because you have an issue with the Confederate monument. They're all tied together. How do you untie them? I, I don't, I don't know. That's just, that, that doesn't, that doesn't, it feel logical to me. It doesn't feel her that argument does not feel logical. Yeah, I don't I can't I can't defend that argument. I can't defend that argument. 
so I, you know, we, we, we might have to call the mayor pro Tim up and, and see what she was, she was talking about to get an answer. <laughs> you know, it's, it's difficult because, you know, we all struggling to make it in this world. Right. And people don't make it easy. Some of us more than others, but some, some of us more than others. No question. Wow. You know, you, you said a whole lot there. I, I guess I kind of, and I actually wanted to go back to whether or not it was enough on the original June team. Right. No one got handed 40 acres in the mule like they, some people think should have happened. No one even got protected. Uh, you know, the, the atrocities of sharecropping and usury rates by the landowners against these newly freed people who were trying to make a way. You know, it's interesting, the, there's a lot of narratives that said that the slaves assume that life would be fair after the abolishment of slavery. And not only that life would be fair, but they would rise higher than their previous slave masters, for lack of a better term, because they weren't lazy, they were smart, hardworking, and they just knew in a fair world that, that they would rise to the top. And I, you know, I actually don't doubt that that would have happened, except for the fact that the federal government took the protection away from people. And, you know, you had these reigns of terror that, that stopped that ascent. And you had all of this institutionalized racism that has stopped that ascent. So, no, it wasn't enough. It's still not enough in my mind. Well, and, and, and let me just, just to just again, be historical and because what you're talking about is some of this reconstruction stuff, right? That started happening after that. Correct. Is that, is that okay. So, and then the rain, like you said, the reign of terror, right? Because basically the, the Southern states made a deal and, you know, they got certain freedoms to, okay, we trust you to be good. <laughs> So we backslid. I'll call it just just to sum it up. We backslid. That's a whole lot of backslide there. So, I mean, we, but we let's but let but back. let but but and and maybe this is the call to action. And because you and I are both like, I don't know what else to say. I mean, happy Juneteenth. <laughs> you know, but we have to remain vigilant because let's not repeat history and be all excited about this and have a couple of things and not secure, right? It may not be reparations, but it needs to be some things that really secure our safety and our community. Because if the past is any lesson, this is not enough. And it can easily backslide. So remember that. I agree with that. You know, I always want to be positive about it, right? I think sometimes you have to be realistic and positive. I'm positive. Yeah. I'm positively realistic <laughs> that we have to remain vigilant. But part of remaining vigilant is keeping our hope up. Yes, and, and that's and, what I'm saying. You can it, be positively vigilant. I just, I don't want people to kind of be like, hey, all right, it's all good. It's all good. Racism is dead. Juneteenth is a holiday. <laughs> I just, so I, I, went, I went through the post-racial era. 
You know, I, I remember when that was the that was the buzz phrase that we were we were posting. Mm. Mm, yeah. Um, when Obama was elected, is that well? Which, actually, which, I think it, I which think it was post-racial. Well, I guess it probably happened a few that? times. <laughs> seemed, seemed like in the early in the nineties we had oh, racial racial belief. But anyway, I, I do want to applaud the Christians out there. Sorry. I do want to <laughs> applaud the good efforts because I, I I do think there was some great effort put into President Biden, Vice President Harris, senior advisor to the President of the United States, Richmond. It's true with the roster. I, I, I wanna applaud what they've done because, you know, I think their hearts are in the right place. I'm not, I do not look at this as a negative from that standpoint, but I agree with you. We need to think of this as a small step in the right direction but it's just a very small step and we should use it as a as a launching pad to put more energy more effort more focus on our fight for freedom because we ain't quite free yet and um i i know you know i'm not going to compare our current state anywhere near to what our ancestors suffered through in slavery. But until that playing field is leveled, we have a lot of work to do. And I'm ready to do the work. So, and, and T-Leak, I know you're ready to do the work. We just have to keep these issues on the forefront, put resources toward it, and never give up. And I do want to talk about you know, uh, there were, I, I, uh, there is an article which we will include a link to that talks about what he said, what Biden said as he signed the bill. Because I, I wanted to, that, that's part of what can make it better is if, you know, the president, the vice president, et cetera, can acknowledge that this is not enough, that this is a start. And a start can be celebrated, but it also needs to be acknowledged that it is a start. Right. So his his mar his remarks were that Juneteenth marks both a long hard night of slavery subjugation and a promise of a brighter morning to come. And it's a reminder of the terrible toll that slavery took on the country and continues to take. Right. He also said great nations don't ignore their most painful moments. They embrace them. And to who asked for it, there are apparently 80 members of Congress, community leaders and activists, including a 94 year old woman, Opal Lee, who campaigned for decades to make it a federal holiday. And Vice President Harris reminded those who were gathered that the holiday would be an occasion to reaffirm and rededicate ourselves to action. And that is where I will leave it. Because I think to your point, we're both ready to you know do our part and i think that's what we really need to be reminded of is what action we can take on this day and not just relegate it to a paid day off no stupid questions you can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs>